Hello and welcome to Wives of the Weirdos, the D&D podcast set in the world of Fiello. I am your dungeon master, Darby. I'm Eddie and I play Anya. I'm Laura and I play Bertie. I'm Jake and I play Newman. I'm Johanna and I play Rook. I'm Mitch and I play Caius. And I'm Zoe and I play Ross. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, uh, Anya Newman had a deep heart-to-heart while everyone else was getting tattoos. Uh, but that being said, Bertie and Caius also had a deep heart-to-heart during that process, and Ross caught Rook up on everything that happened uh, in a very impressively quick uh, time frame. Uh, so, Rook is still in the process of getting her tattoo done. Uh, she'd just gone in as we started. And so, uh, what would people like to do? Like, everyone joined Rook for her tattoo getting, so. I guess um, in a moment, you guys can. But Bertie will quickly um, just uh, like tap Kaius on the side a little bit and then just in Elven say, do you want to talk? I got an idea. With the others. Um, I think it might be, a, this might be as good a time as any to mouth to them, yes. I have an idea. And he taps the earring and then like, um, taps his nose like, just wait and see. <laughs> um, Caius is visualizing taking the earring out and using it as a nose ring. <laughs> Very. Confused. If Caius starts to do that, he's like, no, 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 just, just wait, just wait, and he will like watch respectfully while, um, for a moment while like, um, Rook and whatever Ross are doing first. But he's, um, he will, I guess, yeah, yeah, he'll just wait for a moment. Ross is organizing chairs for us all to sit beside Rook. <laughs> Rook's just probably plopping down and like it's under the decolletage so I don't think she has to go topless she's probably like <laughs> pulling it down and I mean I mean, <laughs> you're still technically in the rags I think no I no she bought new fun spicy you. clothes you've already changed yes, yes. into the new clothes okay yeah that so, Ross encouraged her to buy because they were covered in flowers yes all right. yes alright <laughs> um, so yeah Bertie your plan. Okay, so um, once he comes, kind of he's like, "Hey, um, Rook, my good friend Rook." Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I know you're about to have a little thing, but I was thinking we could all talk about stuff, you know. Uh, I don't know if Ross mentioned it or whatever, but like, uh, we actually have a little thing. I have a gift for you. <sighs> Okay, what kind of gift? Okay, and he like reaches into his pocket and um, he has, it looks like it's been kind of like popped off, like another little box. Um, and then he holds the little box up and pops it open and it has an earring in it. Have you heard of messenger rings before? Um, yeah, I think so. I've got a messenger stone. 
Yeah, well, it's kind of like that. You can actually use it to cast Sending 2 um, to anyone kind of in the circuit. Uh, that's uh, pretty much uh, us. And Newman's got one too. Um, and um, But the great thing is that you can kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a psychic talking, but you can talk to each other. So, you know, no offense, uh, tattoo, uh, skilled tattoo lady. Um, but like, you know, we can talk about whatever. It's kind of like a group thing. Um, it's kind of a short circuit type thing as well. So I'm thinking that might be a good idea. And in all honesty, the uh, silence will help me focus. <laughs> well, true, I suppose you did just listen to me natter on for two hours, so uh, I can get that. <laughs> um, mm. Oh, yeah. Did you want to do that, Rook? I mean, of course, Caius and uh, Ross can vouch for me. I know, you know, y- you have some ideas about me, but, you know, it's legit. Yeah? Yeah, it's legit. I, I think it is. I haven't. I don't think I've used it, but I've heard other people use it. And we, we talked first, remember, after I pierced your ear. Oh yes, sorry. Yes, no. Uh, I was uh, not thinking very straight at that point. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. No. It does work. I do remember that now. That's good. I'm glad to hear that they work. <laughs> um. Yeah, sure. No, that would be a very useful in the situation. I'll, I'll give it a go. Cool. Awesome. I take it. I replace one of my earrings. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then um, I think uh, Birdie will really quickly uh, get a little bit of loop of wire while Ross while Rook is doing that, and uh, send a message to Ross using this cantrip that he has. Um, it's going to get, hey, sorry, um, we're probably going to talk a little bit about what happened. I'm sorry about this. Uh, Caius and I think it's a good idea. If you need to step out any time you can, I know you're not doing great either. Um, so just at any point, if you want to step out, I think we all need to talk a little bit first before we talk to the others. But, uh, this is your heads up now if you need to go get a cup of tea or something first. I'll be fine. Thank you. Cool. And he um, taps out of that, and then he kind of like turns around and um, taps his messenger ring, um, and he's going to expend a charge to send a message to Newman um, uh, of sending. Um, and he says, Hey, Newman, I'm getting Ross, Kais, and Rook to talk. I hope you're okay. I hope Anya's okay. Talking with the earrings. We'll update when I can. Winky face. If you figured fit that in, but I don't think you can. <laughs> I think you technically get winky. Yeah. <laughs> no, all winky faces oh. are free. That's established. Oh, that has oh true. Yeah. So it's like spammed throughout the entire message. <laughs> so hang Instead on. Instead of spaces. <laughs> is it verbal? The when you're using when you're expending the slot, is it verbal? Uh, like so you have to speak, or is it still a, a link? It's still a spend ascending spell. I think it's just specifically just to Newman. Um, so yeah, I think but like, spending is, it, is in your head. Do the, you have to talk to say it, or can you just think it and it goes? I think it's thinking. All right. I can't let's just checking. let's just go with that. I reckon, for the sake of brevity. Yeah. Um, Newman Cannon now. Newman replies. Oh, bright. 
we have these. I still have I still have onions. Oh, um, she might want to talk as well. Wait till later? Question mark or now? Uh, okay. Well, but he will really quickly expend another charge of his earring and say. A little bit later. Um, how long did they say that it was going to take? Which tattoo was going to take? Uh, about three to four hours. Not sure. Three to four hours. We'll be back soon. Um, and he like describes the location. It says, "Don't come soon, though. Just talking on earrings." Okay. So he kind um, of is like, I can't think of it because I can't think the twenty-five words. But he like um implies, "Don't come following us. We'll meet with you." Um, but like, don't come to this location because like this, like I think it's a five hundred foot like kind of. Newman's big brain yeah. will hopefully make sense of Bertie's dumb words, um, <laughs> yeah. but like, if he comes too close, then he'll hear it on the private yeah. conversation. If, if he, if yeah, if he's going that way, make sure that his his communications channels are closed. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, no Newman, I would say could switch onto that very easily, and so he will switch off to that and turn his channels off. Uh, but before he does so, he'll go, okay, well, I might give Anya the ring later but i will definitely give on you the ring um i'll turn the channel off until i get another message i uh, smiley face <laughs> <laughs> oh i love newman awesome and then yeah buddy will turn to the others I guess while while um, Rookie is being reminded of her own sending stone, she's just gonna kind of like uh, touch it in her pocket and then um, think to Anya. Hey, Anya, um, few things came up in town. Everything fine. I hope you're fine. Will be a few hours. I'll check up on you soon. That's what she sends. This is something that Anya can reply back to, isn't it? Yes. 25 words? Yes. Once. Sorry, I <laughs> forget spells because Anya's not really a spellcaster. Yeah. Um, so she replies, um, take as long as you need. Um would be lying if I said I'm okay but I will be sorry for not helping you talk soon mm. looks upset and is unable to send another sending I believe I mean you technically oh uh, no because she doesn't have her earring yet yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. All right. Let's um. Let's get this tattoo started. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to sustain that for the whole conversation. But like, yeah, the, Please, the humming like, starts. R- loop yourself, Darby, for the, the background of this entire conversation. And Rukarada twenty two constitution. Yes. Oh so my she gosh, is fine. Bernie just looks like pale at the fact that Rook's even getting a tattoo in such a, a location. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Betty would kind of wait to see if anyone else wants to talk first before he will turn on the messenger rings, but he's just looking to see what, gauging what everyone else is looking like, I guess, a general insight check on the three, maybe? Cool, 16 plus eight, there we go, 24. Uh, Vibe check for everyone, please. Vibe check. Welcome to the House of Vibes. Uh, Ross um, doesn't look uncomfortable, but also doesn't look comfortable with everything. I guess is the easiest way to put it. Uh, Rook looks very tired. Um doesn't care that much about the tattoo but is quite tense, quite uncomfortable not super happy uh, and <clears throat> Caius is uh, incredibly uncomfortable and has started to amuse himself by uh, picking at a scab on his shoulder Ross is going to notice this <laughs> and send him a prestidigitation sparkle to play with, <laughs> like she does with Newman. But she's going to make it... She remembers from a million years ago that Caius reacts quite strangely to fire magic, so she's actually going to make it almost like a little snowflake. And she's going to make it look like it's floated off of Bertie and over to Caius and is just kind of floating around his head waiting for him to play with it. <laughs> That's an incredible visual. <laughs> uh, and Mitch is miming swiping. <laughs> oh, uh, Caius is uh, very weirdly reacting to the snowflake. It's sort of like, it's, it's come off Bertie, so he doesn't want to make a scene <laughs> that, you know... Uh, but it is definitely unnerving to Caius because normally those snowflakes will just sort of disappear after a while and this one hasn't. So what's wrong? Ross kind of silently like sticks her hand out and demonstrates like bouncing it off the back of each of her fingers and then like flips it around and makes it go in a little twirl and then kind of holds her hand out to Caius like it's magic it's you know it um to help if you need to do something with your hands oh um thank you i'm i'm good i know just sort of keep glancing between ross and the snowflake just up and down but he's not like scared anymore (laughs) hold your hand out for me okay please he does so. Ross is going to take his hand in one of hers and very gently kind of lay the snowflake in it and be like, look, it's like when you do it. See? Um. Oh. Okay. Is it like cold in any way? Or? No, it doesn't have any temperature to it. Ooh. Um. Caius is very confused and not on edge, but is a little nervous. 
it's harmless, see? Snaps it out of existence, snaps it back in. Oh. I do it all the time with Newman, so. Oh, okay. Um, does he um, like snowflakes? Oh, no, I make it sparkles because he kind of... Um, well, I figured he he likes sparkles because it kind of looks like when you're like working with metal and it makes like the little sparks. Oh, right. Okay. And I don't know, you're very snow-themed. Well, I mean, I, yes. It, I can make it something else. Ross um, has suddenly become very uncertain about something she thought was very simple. Um, no, that, that's class. that's fine. Um, <clears throat> thank you, though. That's that was um, uh, that was very um, interesting. Right. Bertie has kind of like finished sort of like psyching himself up and he kind of like turns around and like, hey, uh, we all, we all good? Everyone okay? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're... Bertie looks down and is like, you're really handling that well. I cannot say I did the same. Guys can vouch for that. (laughs) I think you did much better than I did. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool, eh? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's like beautiful! It. Pretty blushes blue. <laughs> um, yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's important. Uh, it should be useful, too, so that's great. Um, hmm. And, of course, uh, Tattoo Eyes did a really good job, so, you know, Rook, yours is gonna look great. <laughs> I'm sure it will, yeah. Um, that tattoo suits you. Thanks. I think so. Should be good. Um, anyway, uh, he, like, taps the earrings, like, uh, so you just gotta, like, click it, turn it on. Yep. Okay. Click. Click. <laughs> Rook stares intently at Birdie and thinks, Hi. <laughs> Hello! Ooh, ooh. Oh, sorry, the volume oh, was a bit weird. That was loud. I'll adjust that. Freddy <laughs> looks to Kaish to see if he has also clicked on his earring for a moment. Um, Kaish is like vibe twisting the earring itself. Oh, uh, um. <sighs> Birdie will reach up and he will adjust it for him. Oh, uh, thank you. And then kind of like just like uh, pat like the back of his like uh, wrist and just like smile at him like encouragingly, I suppose. And then, yeah, he will um, he will then kind of sit down in a little chair and then kind of like he's like lays his fingers together, looking a bit nervous. And then he's kind of like talks in the messaging convo group chat with this. Um, he's like, hey, OK, testing. Everyone can hear this. Thumbs up. Uh I can hear you. Uh, Caius gives a double thumbs up. Awesome, yeah, awesome. <laughs> cool, okay. Um, well, sorry to kind of, I guess, talk like this uh, again. Uh, yeah, well, 
this sucks, but I guess we gotta talk about it. The, the thing that happened back there and some other stuff, I think we just need to take a quick moment to talk about that a bit. Um, obviously, you know, um, Brooke, I do understand we're all kind of a captive audience here at the moment, so if people want to stop talking, just put your hand up. And we won't, we'll stop. Yeah? Alright, that's a good rule. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, you all okay with this? Yeah. Can't say it's the most conventional conversation, but it's fine. Well. Okay. Good. It, uh, needs to happen. You're right, Betty. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I must admit, I don't do this very often. Normally, I don't say anything, but I figured, uh, well, um, hmm. I, I, I got, I, I think I got some uh, things that need to be cleared up for all of us that will help us, you know, especially if whatever's going out there is, well, I don't know what's going out there, but you know, uh, and I just think, I don't want to see everyone being sad. So, um, hmm. I got uh, questions for each of you, I guess. And if you want to ask me questions, you can, but uh, I'm not a very interesting person. <laughs> um, so, Rook, again, if anyone wants to stop talking, just put your hand up and we'll stop. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Rook, first, I guess this is, again, I know you don't have to talk with us about this, but... Um, Answer this question first, I guess. Has anyone asked you what happened when you got captured? Um, no. Did you want anyone to ask? Obviously not me, but like anyone. I'm not really sure. It's not something I'm proud about, really. No, that's fine. I think everyone... I just... kind of... forced myself here and everyone's... got so much going on already with... ancestors, all those prophecies and whatnot. I don't think anyone shouldn't have to, I guess. I know, but... (laughs) Did you want someone to? Sure, or something like that. Did you want to talk about now or later to someone else? I kind of feel like I thought we were going to talk about the argument or something. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's just, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I just got a couple, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, well, uh, the argument kind of came about after the fight. Um, so that's what I was thinking, but that's oh. fine. Um, uh, actually, uh, again, I guess it's not really, uh, uh, well, Ross uh, is going to reach out and looking at Birdie is going to see if he wants her to like, like try to put like a comforting hand or his shoulder on his shoulder or maybe hold his hand or something like she did with Newman. 
Um, Would that be like an insight check or? Yeah, I guess so. I guess um, I'll use my winteriest dice. Yeah. I keep forgetting he's not pink right now. I know. <laughs> That's a seven. Um, He doesn't look, he looks flustered. He doesn't look hesitant that Ross is doing that though. Ross just kind of really gently puts a hand on his shoulder and just... He tenses a bit, but he looks a little bit appreciative. Um, yeah. He's like, uh, well, okay, um, I guess a quick question, again, not really related to that, but I'm working on, I'm working towards it. I talk a lot, so I kind of take no, a long time to get... it's uh, fine. Far away, I was... I hope we had a misunderstanding, I guess. Uh, um, uh, it's pretty personal anyway. Uh, I guess this can also potentially be a personal question instead then. Uh, don't worry, not my kind of personal questions. <laughs> uh, God, this isn't working well. Um, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but uh, it's, uh, some of us have noticed, and it's the sort of thing I can notice better than some others, that you... You started to use magic. That was magic in the fight with Seth, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was. You've never seemed to do that before. No, no, just just a few minor flame spells from my heritage. <laughs> yeah, this is much more powerful. Oh, it's good? Yeah, I think so. As long as I'm... As long as I keep being worthy to have it, I guess. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I didn't... I don't think I was strong enough or I was going to go down that path, but... When I was in that cell, that room, there was nothing I could do. Not I was chained up and I... I tried to use some fire spells a little bit, but all I did was burn myself. So I felt hopeless, but then I called out to my ancestors and and they granted me more power. I thought I know other people in my tribe. They went down that down that path, but I was more of a fighter or a barbarian. And so eventually, after. A couple of moments of the time I was allowed to remember. I I just walked right through the walls of that cell. Oh. And then I think I managed to cast some kind of curse on Zath. There's a few kind of there's a few things that that they've taught me. I I knew other people in my tribe, they could do these kinds of spells. I'm going to just have to keep working on it to see if I uh, see the range that I can do. As long as I'm worthy, that is. Oh, uh, are they demanding a certain level of worthiness or is this a, a you pressure? I don't know what they want. I 
can't talk to them yet. But I mean, my ancestors have left me before when I wasn't worthy, so it's a worry. I mean, not to speak poorly of your ancestors, but I hope they treat you better now, because that's a bit rough. Oh, it was it was fair. It was their way of telling me that I was not going down the right path, and that was very correct. But to abandon you in an hour of need? To abandon me when I'm picking fights I don't have to. They don't need to be causing that damage that they don't want to. Although, <laughs> I can't say it was easy. No, wouldn't be. Mm. It, um, it's hard when you think love's conditional. <laughs> but I, I think regardless, you're worthy. And even if you weren't, I, I think you are. No matter what. And I know my word doesn't mean a lot compared to the people you're from, but, you know, it's your ancestors, but for what it's worth, I'd support you even if they left, I guess. Uh, thank you, Ross. I hope that I, um, yeah, I hope that I continue to act that way. <laughs> Act worthy of your regard. Well, uh, something I've noticed with you guys, if I may ask a question myself, and this might be something to bring up with the whole group. Why do so many of you think friendships and relationships have to be exchanges? Because well, ideally they should be. Well, I know, but... I get, get much as you give, you know. Uh, well, yeah, sit down. <laughs> but yeah, hmm. yeah. It, I think especially if it's a working relationship, which is mostly what I've had. <laughs> I guess, but I, I don't know if you if you care about someone as long as they're not actively treating you like shit why I don't know it just some sometimes you guys say things and it just makes it seem like everyone you've ever met is so fickle and, and willing to turn on you over tiny things that don't mean anything and then this big stuff happens and you expect everyone to abandon you and I'm not in the business of abandoning. I guess. I I lost the point there, I think. It's a good point. That's fair. I think a lot of us are kind of messes <laughs> lately. <laughs> I think what happened before uh, made that kind of clear. Yeah. See, that's that's one where I think I'd understand if Anya didn't forgive me. Uh, um, uh, 
Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I think you mentioned that about, um, about your ancestors that feeling a bit abandoned by them, even if you still care about them, that would have still been hurtful, even if you think you were doing the wrong thing. Um, and they put you on the right path, I guess. Um, and I guess in a different way, you were pretty upset by the fight that happened just before and hearing that I guess I'm not surprised and we should have all done more to help I can see that now and it would have sucked that it was uh, you know um, only Ross who kind of offered to help uh, no offense to you Ross um, and said sorry and you should have said sorry too and Caius you too and I'm saying sorry now I'll be honest I was just getting uncomfortable through all that but that's not an excuse I can keep making all the time. We should have... I should have talked up more. So I'm sorry, Rook. For what happened there. Thank you. Uh, you've been... Rather... You've been a lot stronger lately, Birdie. Mmm. Don't... Don't go selling any elixirs and uh, put that progress behind your... What are you talking about? They're all completely legit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, thanks for the compliment, though. But, um, yeah. We should have all, you know, back then. Uh, it's, yeah. No, it was... What I did was more um, a reaction to the situation rather than the people. That's... I've had that kind of problem before with loud noise and such. I think my, um, my mercenary troop leader was a little bit too good at making me uh, ready for combat at any moment and uh, tuned into uh, noises that often uh, occur with it <laughs> and then uh, what happened just made everything a lot worse but no um thank you for your concern honestly i'm i'm just embarrassed that it happened and i'm sorry that i kind of yelled at you all so it's fine yeah it's all it's all good um uh, you yeah you shouldn't feel embarrassed because of your response to something that was hurting you. That's, you know, it happens to people all the time. It's really common in Bapsashad. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not something to be ashamed of. Um, and if you want, I guess, when we have more time on our hands we can maybe talk about ways that we as a group can can help you with that and maybe help you know because you're not the only one who has issues with certain things and she kind of glances over at Caius um, <laughs> yeah but he also does that so, vibe check <laughs> it, 
it could be beneficial as a group for us to have like you know systems in place and things we can do to to help each other and and make it so that if situations like that happen again we we know what to do to help you properly and each other properly and maybe even stop more situations like that from happening again thank you and and what you're saying is that you want me to keep sticking around i've i've been worried that maybe maybe you just see zaf when you see me but then i don't from what it looks like, Zath wasn't even that big a deal. <laughs> oh, I mean, they were a big deal. They were a really big deal. But not... Them looking like you just made us miss you. Yeah, that's it. Plus, their real form, definitely not as... Oh, gross. Muscular. <laughs> Very gross looking. And, but he's going to start out at Kaius to see what his reaction is during this. Vibe check, vibe check, um, vibe check. Kaius throughout all of this has been uh, listening. There's been a couple of things that he's sort of nodded along at, um, a couple of things that he sort of, you know, looked a little confused at. Um, but for the most part, he's been downcast and is just sort of, you know, looking down at everyone's feet. Um, yeah. Almost like he's... W- both waiting and dreading for an opportunity to speak. Um, well, then I guess uh, Bertie will look at Ross's hand on his shoulder and then he'll reach his hand out and take Caius's hand. Caius will give it a little squeeze. <laughs> give it a little squeeze back. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, yeah. Just wait um, and see if Caius is going to talk. Caius clears his throat um, a couple of times. Um, I um, I I did want to apologise as well while we're um, talking about that argument and the fight. Um, I know that I can sometimes be a difficult person to talk to and I have been trying to change that about myself um however I think I've been changing that in the wrong way and unfortunately that all um came to a head um this morning and I reacted to the emotions that were inside of me and I spoke in a tone and a level that was not who I aspire to be like and I didn't realize what I was doing until and what what impact I was having on everyone else um, until Ross spoke up and and Rook stepped in and and I saw Bertie's face and Newman's face and 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 Anya's as well Um, and I realised just what a mistake I'd made Um, not only did I uh, 
used my anger to control my words, but I also let that anger cloud my judgment. And when um, when Anya charged in at Ross, I I don't know why, but I saw that as a threat and I went to draw my sword um, yes Rook did step in first but I still went for my sword and I don't know why I did I don't know why I thought that was a necessary action to take um, but I think it's very clear that whatever it was it was a mistake and for that I'm sorry to all of you thank you Kais that was a, that was a fun apology I think from the sound of it you've got a good idea of what what went wrong and and maybe what to do about it and I'm gonna say that I can relate to a lot of what happened I mean I've stepped into situations that I've thought were dangerous that weren't but weren't with my fists plenty of times just maybe try to keep a hand away from the sword but I can get how that can happen I that was a very good apology Caius um I just want to say two things one while I understand that you felt it was a poor instinct I, it is interesting that I appear to be the only one who wasn't scared of what Anya was going to do to me. Which I think is a conversation we should have as a group about how you all seem to view me in combat. And two, at the end of the day, I do think the core of the issue is not necessarily that you yelled, although it is greatly appreciated, your apology. It's that you and Anya can't seem to see eye to eye, even when you have the same point. You both agree that we need to work as a team, that training together as a team was a good idea. I can understand your frustration with, with Anya's speech. It definitely... I have notes. But I don't know why the two of you seem so at odds when you agree. Uh, I, um, I barely look to see if Kais wants to respond. Um, just open his mouth a few times and shut them. Yeah. Kais is not responding. He's listening intently, um, and he's looking uh, very dishevelled, but he is not responding. All right, so Birdie will then go, okay, um, Ross, it's a really good point. It's a very fair point. Um, there's beef with Kai Sedanya in a way that isn't with any of us, and we will talk about that in a bit. Um... But I got some. I got a question for you too. 
and he will say that in a moment but if you do want to dip to someone to, to like see what Newman and Anya are doing you're more than welcome to yeah, yeah Newman are either of you if they want. doing anything either separately or together um well Newman has just been eating the there's like he's basically eaten two meals of ale spread on toast so he's just been munching away at those I'd imagine it's been pretty quiet just from yeah so Anya she's actually um while Newman's been eating she's been going through her bag um and basically anything that's exclusively sight needed um she's been dumping out onto the table so she dumps out her um book that she was reading I can't remember what it was of there was some point through the book I don't remember what it is, Darby. I'm sorry. It was you, a long time ago when she started You were reading. learning Infernal to talk to Hafrin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So That's she right. definitely dumps out that book. Yeah. Um, she puts, dumps out the Lantern of Revealing. Um, what else does she have here that's site-based? Uh, just any of the things that are specifically site-based, she dumps out. Um, Gem of Seeing. Yeah, Newman was just about to say, because um, I'm guessing he's watching all this. Do you have that, uh, Jemisee? <laughs> there. Take whatever you want. I was going to give them to you anyway. I will not be using them. I don't need this infernal book anymore. I don't need the gem of seeing anymore. None of this will do me any good. Yep. All right, thank you. Because um, I've actually um, that gem of saying, I've actually uh, wanted to uh, do something similar to that, so I could just use the gem of saying instead of making something. I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad to be of service. I guess. Mm, thank you. So, um, what do you want to do now? I don't know, Newman. I... What is there to do? What would you like to do? I honestly have no idea. Well, um... To be honest, (laughs) I don't have any idea. I usually have lots of ideas, but not today. I used up all of uh, my ideas. Birdie sent me a message. And that was clearly the wrong move. Um, Birdie sent me a message um, earlier and they said that we can all chat later on. Um, but Birdie was just going to send me a message when, when Birdie's ready and I was just going to dilly-dally until then. Um, do you want to... Uh, do you want to like sit on a bench outside and make fun of people passing by? <laughs> um, I think I might train for a bit. I mean, I'm tacked up, ready to go. Mm. Well, I mean, I was pretty keen 
on seeing how an on your training session goes anyways so do you mind if i join you or do you want that to be you time newman you are one of the only people right now who i would not mind to join me righty just um word of warning don't turn it into a competition because i will kick your butt I would like um, to I'm gonna see roll, <laughs> gonna roll a confidence roll. Um, <laughs> um, I will just a, uh, just a d20. <laughs> I will say, Anya, throughout this time, you are also acutely aware of the position of the of the rod. In what regard, Darby? <laughs> is it moving? Like, is it on the move? It's not moving, but you are, like, even when you are not, even if you're not in contact with it, you're aware of where it is. She, um, when she realises that, she seems a little bit tense, I guess. Um... And that tenseness doesn't go away as long as she can feel it. But they head down does, to the training grounds, <laughs> I guess. Unless, yeah, does, does Anya react anyway? Like, does your speech freeze or something like that? No, she just holds, like, her spine is a little bit more tense. It's more just a physical holding thing. It's like she's... Yeah, no, he's, um... Yeah. I don't think that's something Newman would notice, especially you being quite out of it at the moment. He'll probably just put any weird reactions to... It's just not a good day. Um, so, yeah, no, he's just going to follow you to the training grounds. Okay. Or wherever that may be. <laughs> so the two of you go off to train um, and back at the <coughs> tattoo parlor. Um. Hit me! <laughs> Well, um, again, as I said, you made a fair point. Um, and again, we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, uh, yeah, I got a question for you. You, um, you also yelled something hopeful about Anya's ex-lady to Anya. Was that just picking something you thought would hurt her the most? Because uh, I'll be honest, Anya said a lot of hurtful things to everyone. Uh, she doesn't think about how her words can sound sometimes, but... I've never seen her lash out so much in a personal way. Um, and I also know from the short time we've been talking proper that it's weird that you would choose something on purpose to hurt a friend. So, Anya mentioned once to me she was going to train you like Bryn. That's when I was trying to give her the, uh, the necklace to give to you. Um, to try and teach, uh, to try and ask her to teach you not to, uh, be in the front lines and to protect yourself and you know live but she mentioned she was going to train you like Bryn and I thought nothing of it but um after that has Anya been doing that too much to you it's I'm going to start out and say that I deeply regret saying it because you're right, I am not the kind of person who wants to hurt people on purpose, but... 
sometimes... Back when I died, Anya said something about how she lost so many friends because all they could see when they looked at her was Bryn. But every time she looked at me, it felt like I was Bryn. And she kept saying that I had Bryn's light and life and that if Bryn came back from the dead, then she wouldn't be who she was anymore. She'd be a shell of her former self. And Anya said that to me, who died and came back. And has felt pretty empty ever since, so. Um, mm. I guess it... And again, I don't think it was right, but it feels like if people keep looking at me and expecting me to be someone else. I know Caius didn't want to talk about it with me, but he was mad after we fought that dragon and he was mad at me. I'll cop that. Anya was mad at me after we fought Zath. I won't cop that. Because she didn't hear that I was talking to you guys and she didn't... I didn't have any other options except to run in. And it felt like... It feels like every time she mentions Bryn and me learning to be like Bryn and at first it felt like a compliment and now it feels like she just wants me to be the version of Bryn that she can save. And I'm not comfortable with that, but I should have talked to her about that, not done what I did. That was hurtful. It was cruel. It was unnecessary. And I need to listen to myself and talk when I have an issue, but in my one defense, I'm not sure that's something Anya would enjoy being told, but that's you shouldn't assume that about people. That's on me, too. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Can I um, just address something that was brought up there? Mm, yeah. Um, you mentioned that I was mad um during that, or after that uh, fight when we first got here, um, mm -hmm. I, um, I was mad, but I wasn't mad at you. Well, I mean, no, I, I was at the start. I was, I was quite upset. Um, but then I stopped and I thought about it and I was actually just mad at myself because I didn't think, um, I, um, this is going to uh, sound well, terrible and 
well and we're apologizing so i'll apologize for this as well um when you were introduced to me you were introduced as part of an acting troupe and i um i apologized but i thought that's all you were um so when you were following us all around and playing music and and entertaining um i assumed that's what your skills were and then when you ran into combat i was very upset at um you know why a, why a musician would want to um, jump in and, and save everyone when I didn't and I think that's what I was upset at um, and I still wasn't very sure about your role in the party but it, I understand that it is much more than I first um, led myself to believe so I know that we haven't spoken about that but I apologize for my actions and thank you for everything you did when I was um, stupid and uh, got into a fight with an assassin you weren't stupid well I you... ran away that, well, that was... yes but you were you were working on one getting attacked by an assassin does not make you stupid from no. the very little I have gleaned it's apparently a semi-common occurrence with this party uh, so that many stupid people can't be in one room really. uh, mm, no mm. no we are talking better about ourselves I know I know but, <laughs> sorry please continue <laughs> <laughs> but you were working off information you were given that's and even then you know you're technically right I don't <laughs> I do intel and I don't even really talk to people when I do intel I sneak into places I disguise myself and I go to events and I talk to people and then I sneak into offices and steal information that's what I do I, bear, I have a bare minimum knowledge of fight plans. So, yes, I am less experienced. Anya was right. I am not prepared for this fight. But, again, I don't like to be babied about it, but... <sighs> you were working off information you had. As stated, it would have been nice for you to bring that up with me, especially when I was specifically asking you to tell me what your issue was. I, um... <clears throat> yes, no, that would have been a, a very good idea. But I guess at that point, I, for some reason, I thought you would get upset if I said that, which really probably would have, but it would have fixed a lot of problems. Um, <laughs> hmm. At least it's been said now. 
Yeah, I'm uh, sorry for butting in, but do you folks seriously don't know the capabilities of your teammates? <sighs> do you even do you even have roles? Um, is Anya even officially your leader? She seems to she be the acts- only one that actually knows what you guys can do. Well, she's never asked me, so I'm not sure she actually does know what I can do. <sighs> but. Anya seems to be reluctant to be the leader, but often ends up in that position, I think, by sheer force of personality and uh, ancestors. It's a miracle that you her. folks lived through this much. I, to be fair, I didn't. Well, yeah. Technically. <laughs> I guess so. I think what we really need is some structure. I yeah. think... And also, if Onir has been acting as a leader, the way that you folks spoke to Onir, that was completely out of line. I mean, uh, I don't entirely agree with everything she did. I'll have a word with her later, but she is your leader and you should be listening to her. You should be respecting her. That's what you've got to do if you want to live in any kind of combat troop. I mean, I do respect her, but it's hard when she keeps giving us reasons not to. It's hard to view her as a leader when the lead up to every speech she gives is all the reasons we shouldn't trust her. It's she tells us not to trust her and then in the same breath says that if we don't we're leading ourselves to slaughter I respect her as a person I respect her as a friend that's a hard trait to let slide in a leader and who do you suggest should be a leader she's the one with the experience well I don't know democracy do we need a leader in combat, yes. At least for each mission individually. I'm going to be honest. I thought up until now that uh, Rook was the leader. What? Well, you're the strongest, so I just assumed that you were the leader, and then when you left and uh, I'd came, come back and you were gone, everything sort of... Uh, wasn't going well, and I just assumed that that's because our leader wasn't here, and Anya was taking the place for a bit. Oh, <laughs> no, I just kind of bump into these folks every now and then. And the strongest doesn't have to be the leader. It's the most experienced. Well... <laughs> I guess this is something we're gonna have to bring up with everyone. Mm. And I'm gonna have a talk with Anya and make sure she's okay. Yeah, yeah. And a chat about what went down, although, yeah, I gotta say, it's not really my place, but it's also just kind of offensive as a mercenary and a barbarian just to see this mess of a structure. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess that's what happens when you have, uh, I... Newman's done adventures before. I don't know to what extent. 
He kind of has like an adventuring look about him, but you know, like someone that like goes like looking for treasure or something. I don't know. I don't actually know. I've never literally asked him because we don't talk to each other as a group. Like he was friends, I'm sure. And he was probably screaming right now um, that we should be doing that more. Uh, but yeah, and then like, uh, yeah, geez. Well, like, we just kind of met at like a festival. I was a merchant back then, <laughs> three months ago, um, and we've just seen whatever works. So uh, it's just been by luck that we've picked up a uh, skilled mercenary headhunter. We met in a tavern uh, with uh, a head in a bag <laughs> when we were all drunk. That was fun. Um, and... Uh, uh, a man, my uh, best friend, who uh, fell out of the sky, and um, a uh, a super savvy intel agent who moonlights as a singer. So, um, well, actor. Uh, it's you sing, and the other yeah. way around. Uh, also, I will be honest. I think, I think technically, when we met, I was the leader. Yeah. You were, because that was what you were good at. Yeah, and Anya kind of took control of the situation. But that's a separate conversation. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of... You mentioned before, Anya leads in a lot. Like, I don't know people very well, but Anya leads in a lot with not wanting people to trust her because she doesn't think they will, because she's used to people not doing that, and I can get that. Uh, a lot. It's kind of like uh, trying to talk about stuff for your feelings and people not listening to you. You know, that's uh, so I, I can get that. Um, I think it gets into a bit of a habit to the, the point where I don't know. I'm trying to fix some stuff, but um, you know, I can get part of what she's doing. I'm not saying anything she did was right, I'm not saying anything we did was right. Um, I think I'm glad that we're all talking. That's good. Brooke, yeah, no, we're a shit team. That's, it's like, it's, <laughs> as I said, we never really kind of like did any of that. <laughs> My job was keep people alive, keep myself alive, get gold. Yeah, great, great plan. And then try not to die. <laughs> um, that's how we were for most of the time. And, you know, <laughs> we muddled through it. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I um. I think Ross, you're 25, aren't you? Nearly 26. It's not surprising. It was hard on you. The Bryn stuff. I don't think it was Anya's fault. No. But it was still hurtful to you. Yeah. Because I think for something like that, you know, she could stand to be a bit more friendly. But the Bryn stuff was. I can I don't have an understanding of what it would be like to uh, to kind of have someone you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with and for them to just go and die. I think that sucks, and Anya has never wanted to talk about that. It's kind of bad she started to mention it more now when she's kind of seen her and you, um, and that's a really hard thing for you, Ross. So you shouldn't have had that happen to you. And... As a party, we should have known that a bit earlier. And Rook, I know that's probably not great for you to hear, considering you and Anya are pretty good friends. Um, 
Yeah. Hmm. So sorry that you have to hear this, I guess. Sorry. Um, That's alright, just please don't be too hard on her. No. And if you've got all these issues with her leadership, maybe don't try to yell it at her. Next time. Yeah. Ross looks at Caius. Yeah, that's it. Caius grimaces. (laughs) Very squeezes his hand again. (laughs) Is there anything else that people wanted to cover in this conversation? One last thing, I guess. Um, The baby will then turn to Caius and say, Caius, we talked a bit about this already and here as well. Um, The Anya stuff has been boiling for a while and with everyone. I know it's hard talking about stuff, especially when a lot of the time folks don't listen to you. And even harder talking to people that you don't like that much or that you're afraid of. Or even if you can't think of the right words to describe it. So how does Anya make you feel? especially. You've kind of gotten a picture of how other people make you feel. And the group, you know, it was really good that you were, you, Ross and Caius, you talked about the misunderstanding. Ross, we talked about a misunderstanding, you know? Um, and it's good that we've touched base with you, Rock, but yeah, again, I think it all felt pretty close to home with uh, with Anya and with Caius. How does she make you feel, Caius? Um, <clears throat> I... I know that in a, a group, um, there will always be people with different opinions and different methods of conducting oneself. Um... But unfortunately, um, Anya and I have, um, on several occasions, um, had some differences of opinions that uh, go against a lot of my individual morals. Um, And I feel that I have trouble making myself heard. I feel like um, any opinions that, um, or suggestions that I might have that um, they have requested um, they are only accepted if it works for them. Um, I know after the incident um, whilst we were fixing the airship that um, that struck a chord with me. Um, we... I don't know if you know what happened there, Ross. Mm. Um, no, no one... No one's really told me anything about what happened before I arrived. Anya asked for assistance in a private matter and wouldn't tell us what it was. We... We followed and... Turns out we found a man whose um, house we entered, and in front of him, we discussed whether or not this man should live or die. And I know that 
there was a lot that was important with Anya regarding this man and her um, entity. He says with a little bit of disdain. Um, <clears throat> and I believe that Anya was tasked to kill this man. But I'm not comfortable with the methods that were carried out that day. And unfortunately, there was nothing else that could happen. And the uh, man was killed. And then we moved on. And that was that. There were a few other... um, There have been a few other incidents that have happened. Um, A while ago in Dorham, Anya confronted me and and said that she didn't believe that she was strong enough to protect the group and that she wanted me to. So I tasked some of my old... um, accomplices from uh, my days here in Dorham in the military academy of which Anya belittled my commander um, several times the man who trained me and made me the person that I am and not only that but after the guards were tasked to protecting the house, um, Anya let some of you just wander the streets, which I understand you all know how to protect yourselves, but the whole point of paying for these guards and these mercenaries was that you didn't have to. Essentially, there have been a lot of um, incidents that the two of us have disagreed with, and unfortunately that all came to a head, and um, I, instead of talking through why I was upset with Anya, I just exploded. And that was, uh, quite frankly, a terrible way to go about it. So, yes... Oh boy, uh, I I apologize. Um, it's good to talk. Hmm. I tried to talk to you after the thing that happened. We had our training session in Navora, and you you didn't wanna you didn't want to talk behind Anya's back. And I, I it's good. That was a, a, a kind thing to say, but a noble thing to say. And I think that's why you said it. And I'm glad you're talking now, because talking a little bit more will stop exploding. And it's good to finally hear it now, I guess. I think you and Anya are far more similar than either of you would like. 
Geist looks very confused at that. And I think because both of you have given up on trying with each other. It's understandable if what her asking you to do that in Navora. I'm sure even if I hear her side of the story is bad. But you two seem to have found ways to avoid each other and avoid actually confronting this. Just stacking up a list of grievances. Letting it fester. So... Uh, I I get that the both of you want to talk about teamwork because it's necessary and because she has fought in wars and you have trained at the academy, which I will admit, Caius, the Wizards of the Ruins took over the military in Bapsashad a long time ago. I can understand mistrust of people like that. But... You two want to work as a team. And yet it seems a lot of the time to be you two who can't get along with each other. I think after Anya has apologized to Rook for what happened, the two of you need to actually try and not just give up at the first sign of it getting uncomfortable. Sorry. You at least need to be able to work together in contact, in combat, and be able to follow directions. As good as it would be for all of us to be friends, you can't force people to do that, and not in the time frame we have. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen soon. <laughs> but um, I, I think it was good that we talked. Yeah. And I think that was good for now. Um, unless people want to talk more. I think the things we talked about, I, that's why I asked you all to be here to talk now. Because this would have been a lot messier with everyone here. And I think some of these things need to be said now. Some of these new things need to be said later with Anya and with Newman. Mm. Um, and we need to kind of focus, I guess, on the most important things. There are many things that we all need to work on to be happier with each other. But I think thinking on what's the most important things and not making compromises for yourselves. Russ, you... Uh, the th- having that pressure, that's not good. That's that's bad. Um, you're not being able to live, like... Live again after your death because you kind of felt that pressure from... Fr- Bryn, I guess. Um, everyone else and how everyone's reacting about you, that's bad. Rook, the fact that we didn't talk to you, the fact that even you, you know, we can't control that, but the fact that your ancestors, you, you, 
the fact that you didn't feel that you belonged here, even though every time you come back, people are very happy. Anya is normally very happy to see you. That's bad, you know, you should feel happy here. I know, I don't always, but you know, it's, you should still not feel like you have to ask to be here. And Caius, the fact that you didn't feel you could say any of this. And again, you've always said it's hard for you. And the fact that you didn't feel you could talk about this is worse even from before you came with us. Not bad for you, but just bad that you didn't feel like you could talk as much. I can get why. Um, but the fact that you didn't feel you could talk to Anya and that Anya didn't, fi- didn't feel respected or that she could talk to us earlier, that's bad. And I don't know. I think we do need to sort this out. We need to talk. Not unless anyone wants to and needs to, but we talked about the big things here now. So if we all talk about it again in short form, we've already gotten most of the bad stuff out of the way. And especially, I think it's going to help a little bit, especially if there's more danger on the horizon. I don't know what's going on with the clouds out there, but, you know, uh, I think we should talk. Ideally, I was going to suggest there's a hot springs back at the tavern and that would be like funny because then like we'd already be awkward because we're in the hot springs and like people being naked is funny. But like, uh, I don't know if people think that's actually a good idea now. I don't know. But that was kind of my idea because like, you know, he might help with new and old tension, all that kind of stuff, you know, and it would just be awkward or at least I will be, but I always am. <laughs> um, but I think even if we don't like that idea that much, I think it would be a good idea to talk and soon. Rookie. So have a little think about that. Rookie, you said you did want to talk to Anya, though. Did you want to do that before? Um, yeah, I guess. I think I'd really like to check in on her. I'm pretty worried. Yeah. Yeah, I think we didn't realize how bad some of the stuff with her ex-lady being dead has gotten. And I think she's been putting a lot of pressure on herself as well. And you don't need to talk about any of that, Brooke, but I do think the two of you could talk. Because I think I'm, you got stuff to talk about and you know her better than we do, ironically. <laughs> Which is not a good reflection on me because I've been with her for three months. But, um, you know. So, a um, little while, a little bit more time passes. Uh, you continue talking. Um, tattoo gets finished. Um, you're your, your pay up, sent away uh, with with your uh, aftercare talk and so Rook, you're going straight for Anya, are you? Or? Um, yeah, sure. Um, if we get time for it or if we get around to it, Ross wants to talk to Newman too. Okay. And I will really quickly say as well, that's all cool. Um, he, Buddy, will then expend one use of sending, the last use of sending on his messenger ring to only Newman. And he'll say, Hey, Newman, talk with Ross, Rook, and Caius. I think they're good to talk now. Rook, talk to Anya first. See you soon, or however many of that conversation gets through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so where is Anya? 
when I find her. Um, so Anya has been training outside with Newman. Um, I think it probably goes a little bit differently than what Newman would expect because I think Newman's probably expecting for there to be some friendly competition or for her to be interactive, but she is almost as soon as she's there, she is in like full focus mode, um, almost shut out to everything and is like viciously like knocking arrows and using her rapier and like just working up as big of a sweat as possible to just expend as much energy as possible. Um, so Newman is very interested to see how Anya adapts to not being able to see. How is Anya doing? Um, I would imagine she's doing quite well because her ears allow her to kind of pick up on some stuff, but uh, beyond that... Um, Just for training? Yeah, just make... Just a general dexterity check. Sorry, I'm waiting for D&D Beyond to load. That's a 15. 15. Okay, yeah, so reasonable. Like, you you get the feeling that, like, the... She had begun to rely upon her sight again, um, but it doesn't take too long before she's able to kind of... Um, pick up on stuff. Uh. Cool. Cool. He was just curious. Like, it's just been something that's on his mind. <clears throat> um, so he's basically just going to, like, start off by mimicking everything Anya does. But, like, con- like not paying attention to what he's doing, only paying attention to what Anya's doing, trying to copy. So, like, he might have, like, accidentally fired an arrow somewhere where he probably shouldn't have, like, into a tree or something like that. Or maybe he heard, like, s- some passerbys um, go, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but then, yeah, he's just going to probably, like, slow down after that, knowing that, like, he doesn't have this sort of energy at the moment and um, sort of do his own sort of training, but just still training with Anya, basically. Um, and he gets that message from Birdie around about now, I'm guessing. Yeah, cool. Um, hey, Anya. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, Newman. Yes. Yes. Um, there's something I actually forgot to give you. And um, I sort of want to get it out of the way um, before I forget it again. Um, and he brings out... The, the, no, it's, it's an earring for Anya. Isn't yeah. It? Or is it a ring? It's an earring. Yeah. He brings out the... Yeah, he brings out the earring. Um, and, he go, and he points at the one on his ear. And he goes... Um, the whole party is oh, the whole party has these and I, the main idea for these is so that we can talk to each other when we're having a battle I'm, or something I'm, like that I'm sorry I'm sorry you're not um, it's, please don't feel bad you're not used to it but I don't know what you're talking about I, I can't see what you're pointing to 
you can put it in it's my gonna hand. It's going to take some getting or... used to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, um, if you're not used to it, please don't feel bad. But um... No, no, no. It's all good. Um, so, earrings. We have an earring. Um, the whole party should be getting them. And he puts an earring in Anya's hand. And this should let us communicate with each other without talking. Um, especially useful in a fighting scenario. And I know one of the biggest points... Hey? How long have you had this? All of you? I believe we got it when... Just before we fought Zath. Um, but you were occupied at the time with Zath, so we couldn't exactly go up there and stick a hole in your ear and all that sort of stuff. So um, it was my responsibility to give it to you at the earliest convenience, and I may have completely blanked with everything that was going on. And now, here it is for you. She, um... She uh, twiddles it around in her hand for a little bit. Um, and then uh, she sighs and she tilts her head a little bit and she's like, you would be upset with me if I gave this back to you, wouldn't you? You would not accept it? I, I guess I could take it back, but just hear me out. Um, something you said earlier this morning made me feel like that this is probably a good idea for you to keep because as soon as you wanted to take those um, lenses out um, it sort of also gave me the idea that you might reject this as well but these earrings would be really good for coordination during an attack which we could designate roles we could do something like that. These earrings could be pinnacle. I don't know. Something like that. You were there this morning, but they don't have any interest in listening listening to me, and I don't. I don't need extra voices that are telling me nothing new. I. I know I haven't they also gotten haven't... much right, but I'm not going to take the advice of people who will explicitly tell me everything that I'm doing is wrong. So I'd rather trust my instincts. But thank you. And she hands it back to Newman. All right. Um, well... All right. If you don't want them, you don't want them. I'm um, sorry, but but yeah, just my trust was broken. Be aware that this could be, <laughs> yeah. And I he sort trust of starts you and stuttering. I trust Bertie, yeah, and I trust Rook, but I cannot trust the two of them to be in my ear. And I do not think they would trust in reverse. <laughs> That's not how this works. At this point, that you see your allies uh, <laughs> arriving, Newman. Mostly allies, and, and two Anya would be. Anya. I just needed like ten yeah. more seconds to mention that. 
God damn it! He, Newman Anya, says he's an um, internal monologue. <laughs> Anya probably, before Newman even notices them, says, um, speaking of which, I can hear them coming. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say after I gave you the ring as well, is that um, they wanted to come round and check how we're doing. Uh... You can tell them that I rejected the ring. I'm sure it will just add another to the list of disappointments. I'm sure they understand. <laughs> Newman, you truly are funny, my friend. And she turns and she goes back to training. So, uh, Rook and Ross, I know you two both want to deal with things. Uh, Ross, I think yours will be be quicker, so we'll... Okay. Well... (laughs) Ross is... When we all walk up, Ross is going to look at Anya, who I'm assuming doesn't look at her, so I'm not even sure Ross can tell that Anya doesn't have eyes anymore. She's got her green... She's got a green wrap around her eyes. Well, actually, also, to be fair, I don't know if any of you ever told Ross that Anya used to be blind. So Ross could very much be assuming this is a training thing right now. Um, Because I, as Zoe, cannot remember if Ross has ever been told this. Um, Apologies. So Ross is going to kind of look over at Anya, realize this is not necessarily a good time, and then kind of look over at Newman and be like, hey, can we have a conversation super quickly? Um, so basically when you approach Newman and you go to talk to him, he's sort of got like, and he's scratching like the back of his head as in like, bad timing, guys. Uh, and Newman goes, yes, uh... Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, and yeah, he comes over. Uh, and, and I guess really quickly, but so Betty will like look at Rook and be and like look at Anya and be like, um, are you okay to chill here? Um, yeah, yeah, um, I'd like to have a, a chat with you, Anya, in private. Um, Anya lowers her bow and nods and um, she starts walking down to like the end of the orchard awesome. um, on like the opposite Simultaneous side. times and yeah. then really quickly um, Bertie's going to look at Caius and then like um, he's probably still holding his hand but he's going to use that to just tap on the back of his shoulder and be like do you want to go inside for a bit? You're muted. Yes, please, I do. You look tired. I'm tired. Do you want a drink? I, or just um, to sit? I think I just need to rest. Let's go sit down for a bit. I need to just... I need quiet. Let's go. Um, as Caius goes in, he is going to look over at um, Rook and Anya. Um, just with a little bit of sadness and regret before following Bertie in. Um, 
I will say, I, uh, if we're starting with uh, Ross and Newman, because uh, we both speak very fast, um, she is going to drag him into, like, we said before that, like, right off the doorway um, at the back of the tavern, there's, like, a little storage room. She's going to, like, lead him into the storage room and uh, shut the door and, like, put her hands on her hips and just suddenly become, like, very, very nervous and be like, first off, I, I really want to apologize for this morning. And I want you to know that I will be talking to Anya at some point if she wants to talk to me. Because I do regret what happened. I think that everyone should talk to Anya and vice versa. But I'll be completely honest, it's going to be you guys talk to Anya. Um, yeah. Making a lot of sudden changes at the moment. Um, so I think they're not looking to sort of worry about anyone else. Yeah. As, as b- bad as that sounds, they, they have their reasons. No, that's that's fair. And you're right, it should be us. We shouldn't keep putting it on you to kind of emotionally fix everyone in this party because that's unfair yeah um oh god yeah no I had a big (laughs) chat with Anya about that too (laughs) I yeah yeah no that would be nice yeah and I want to say I'm sorry to you as well because I feel like part of me coming into this party was so there wouldn't be all that pressure on you because I'm meant to also be, you know, good at feelings and and I've dropped the ball a couple of times. And especially recently, and she starts kind of wringing her hands together. Um, there have been a lot of times where I feel like I've kind of let you down, Newman. And I know you're not a fickle man and and we're still friends, I think. I hope we are. Yeah. it's fine yeah but I care about you a lot and I care about this party but I care about you so much because you're just so kind and wonderful and and you know what it's like to be where I'm from and and I feel like lately I've kind of been treating you like a normal friend and not like what you are which is my I think you're my best friend. And oh my god. <laughs> and and um And she kind of starts digging in one of her pockets and she's like, "I know I've already asked you to to live in Bapsashad with me when this is all done and I know I've already asked you to join the players because they more than anyone are the most important people to me and you're one of the most important people to me and I want to prove it to you so Newman and she pulls out a little box (laughs) wrapped in silver wrapping paper that she kind of the origami is such that when she opens it up it's like a little flower around a little blue box and she gets down on one knee (laughs) and she opens the box to reveal the cog ring that she bought that morning and says, Newman, 
will you be my best friend? He goes, yes! Yes, 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 yes! And he just snatches that... Who snatches the whole box? Ross is like, start crying happy um, tears. So this is the ring of the battlesmith um, that you can add into your inventory. It does require attunement, but... Uh, mm-hmm. yes. So she... Hang on, hang on. This might help with what I'm going to do. I'll just have a very quick look at this. I can find it real quick. Come on, internet. Um, I guess kind of while you're doing that, Ross is like jumped up and she's crying and she's like hugging you and she's trying to like do that thing where she like puts the ring on your hand for you. Uh, like a like an engagement ring. Um, and she's like, okay, so it has a couple of... um like magical properties that that'll help you like deal damage when you're fighting and i also got an extra enchantment put on it that because i know you've been really worried after the zath fight about and you felt like you needed to get better or you felt like you needed to be faster or smarter and and that shouldn't be on you we're a team so i got an enchantment on it that should hopefully give you a bit extra and give you advantage on stuff like that so you don't so you don't feel like there's so much pressure on you anymore. And and also, um, and she puts, like, she has one hand on his hand and she grabs the ring and spins it, revealing that it is a fidget ring where when you spin it, the cogs move <laughs> and they move around in little <laughs> around the ring. And she's like, um... If you want, I can get, like, a chain so you can wear it as a necklace or something, because I know you like to fight with your swords, but I I didn't want... I wanted you to know that I love you, really, and I want to help you with with the combat stuff you need, and I want to help you with... Because I know when you got rid of Titania's needle, I, I, I can't know all the sentimental stuff about that, but I, I know you haven't felt as powerful in fights since then so I thought the extra damage could help and the mind thing could help and yeah I just love you and I want to help thank you thank you so much something that I have been stressing about Um, and this literally covers pretty much all the bases it's incredible you're incredible thank you (laughs) And it is, uh, and he like puts his hand out in front of him, sort of flamboyantly, and goes, and it's just my style too. <laughs> I know. I had to lie to the guy about it, but I knew. She's meanwhile, just gonna hug him. Meanwhile, lie to the <laughs> Rook and Anya. I just want to say that makes my aromantic heart so happy. Yes, friendship. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, so they go off to the side of the orchard together. Um, yeah, so Rook is going to start off like, Hey, Anya, um, I'm sorry that ooh, there was a, this long wait after what happened. But I really want to tell you that I hope you know that I'm not upset at you and I don't, I don't, hate you or anything for what happened my reaction there was because of the situation it wasn't because of the people oh look it's it's okay I know I am (sighs) 
you you've been through a lot and I am so sorry that you shouldn't have to relive trauma when you're around people who are meant to make you feel safe and I it's no excuse but this morning I felt stuck and I wanted to help you but I felt like if I moved I just oh okay sorry my cat decided to interrupt um, if I moved if I did anything it would just be the wrong thing hey it's it's fun uh, I really wanted to help you when everyone was yelling and shouting and it's the same I couldn't do anything uh, sometimes we can't help these things it doesn't make it fun but I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that you weren't blaming yourself about that first before I can really ask like how are you how are you doing not great but it's that's nothing new I haven't felt great for for such a long time and honestly doesn't even matter that it feels like oh my god Zuko I'm trying to report, record a podcast I'm sorry sorry <laughs> he's sad that his dad is sad oh. I, I it, I'm not even upset that it never feels like my hurt is It never feels like my hurt is valid or even cared about. So the party, they've... they've been... they've been hurting you this whole time. No, that's... that's not fair on them. They haven't been helping, at least. It's difficult to help someone when <laughs> look I for years now no for my whole life I haven't been an individual. Bryn was 
always in my life and I always had someone who could put me on the right track, who could tell me when I was being an asshole, who could tell me what to do, where to go. And then she was gone. And even then, Asmodeus came to me. And while I didn't agree with him, it was, I'm going to kill this cat. It was something to tether myself to. Someone to guide me even if I wasn't listening. And then I met the party. And I thought I can do some good. I can try to be like her. I can try. She always knew what to do and what to say and who to say it to. She was always the first into battle and the last one to leave. And she always, always made sure I was okay. And now that I'm not, I, all I try to do is be that for others, but I know that that isn't me. I fuck up a lot. And this isn't, this isn't some blame game like highest things. I do, genuinely. I make so many mistakes and I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop and I try to do what I think is right and it just... Anya, I'm so, so sorry that you lost Bryn. Losing someone, especially someone as important as she was to you, it's the hardest thing you can try to deal with. And I think you're trying and you're trying and that's, that's wonderful. You're doing great. Of course, it's hard to know what to do if, if others have been guiding you all this time. And of course, you're going to make mistakes. But you're not just the mistakes that you make and and hell if you want someone to to give you guidance well I can be a judgmental little person sometimes I can tell you if you I think that you're doing the wrong thing but really you don't need to just go to someone else for everything to do just I don't know, you can you can listen to advice others give you and then weigh it up in your mind, I guess. Thanks. 
Part of the problem is I've never... I've never lived as me. I've always been part of a whole. And then just something with half of me ripped out. I need to learn to be whole again. And I don't think I can do that. Trying to... Trying to be that person for the others. Who do you want to be for the others? Do you want to be a leader? I just want them to see me. I watched Ross die. And that was fucking hard. And I fucked that up. And then I watched her go with Sam. And I thought, here we go again. There's someone else I know that is dying. And I know I've put so much pressure on her. And what she said was fucking cruel, but it was not unwarranted. But there's... The funny irony is she's nothing like Bryn. She's a bard. And she is joyful, but I don't know. I being around her feels like reliving trauma, but not for the reasons that she thinks. Because when I look at her, I don't see Bryn. I see... I see desperately dragging Braxton down an alleyway. I see me on my hands and knees thinking that you were comforting me and calling to... Devil who tricked me out of my sight just to make sure we, she was okay. When I look at her, I see the pain I feel knowing how many times I have failed her. I never failed Bryn. Not even when she died, that was, I was doing what I was meant to, what she told me to do, what she wanted me to do. Going to her corpse was maybe the only thing that she would have said was against her. And even then that she was dead. What is she going to say about it? I was not going to let her take that last moment from me. 
I'm so sorry. These lives we lead, they're, they're full of death. And it's so difficult to deal with. But I don't... I don't think you made mistakes. I mean, you got crossed back and... I just think the mistakes we made, you can't weave each and every one of them into a new slack. They're hard. But I want to help you with them. I know I do. And I don't know if the party is capable with everything, with all their own problems, but I'm sure. Now my pets are making noise. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> quails. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that hell they're nice people I'm sure they're dry like <laughs> you people just need to talk and do you know that not a single time in any of the things that have happened have Ros or Caius asked if I was okay Bertie has which is bizarre because for most of it I think he didn't even think we were friends Newman has because he's the kind of person he is you have because I think you see in me what I have what I can see in you. But they haven't. I know I haven't been the best about it. But I think sometimes neither are they. I mean, yeah, that's right. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm just... I think it'll be easier now. I'm not going to try to be her and whatever whatever happens with them happens that's it I just I don't know if there's things that they're not fulfilling I think I think each of these people are holding a long list of grudges against each other, this whole group. If there's things that they're not fulfilling, then maybe tell them, or... Or I guess maybe we don't all gotta be tight friends, I mean... <laughs> we I... can work through this. When I tell things, Rook, people don't like it. And that's okay. I have to learn to accept that. But, um... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, um, after the exhaustion of a long, long day, um, unless there is anything people absolutely 
need to do, um, considering I believe Bertie and Caius have already collapsed from exhaustion. We are unconscious. Yeah, I will say, like, really quickly description of people's word pictures. Probably we went to a room. Um, Bertie's, like, trying really desperately to, like, talk about just dumb stuff and tried to, like, start teaching Caius how to make, I don't know, rude hand gestures or something. And they just fucking fell asleep. Is what I'm guessing has happened. Like, it's just, just trying to like, just babble constantly to try and distract him from that. Okay. And they've, they've probably gone to sleep. So, you all go to sleep. Ross is sleeping in the boys' room as a point of order. Okay. So, in the girls' room, both separate apparitions. Rook, you see a weapon of flames before you. Not unlike those you've used before, but this one appears more primal. Almost as if infused with the first primordial flames of the elemental chaos. Within the flames, you see countless faces flickering from one to another, each one looking gradually more familiar until it rests upon the face of your mother. Anya. Mom? (laughs) Yes. You hear... A very familiar voice. And then, with Shadow's task near done, two captains meet under eclipsed sun. We're reaching the end of this, Anya. Then, your soul is yours again. And the two of you wake. And that's where we're going to leave it this week. <laughs> oh... Uh oh. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening. You've enjoyed Sorry. some of the culminations of like a, a lot, like the, d- nearly two years of some characters. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Mm. Oh boy. Mm. All right. And just, yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll see you Thank next you. week. Thank you. Have a great Thank one. Bye. Um, also, um, I'm recording with a friend today. I hope you all don't mind, but his name's Godfrey. He's looking after me today. He's making sure that all of the um, all of the bugs don't uh, come and get me. Hang on. I love you, uh, Godfrey. Oh, hi, Godfrey. Where'd he go? Godfrey is so valid. He's um yeah no he's been in my room for like a couple of days now, and I is don't know what I want to do. Yeah, he's a he's yeah, a big he's boy. Awesome. I, I don't know what I want to do about him. That's so cute. Because he's not paying any rent he's not doing any work <laughs> so either he finds his own place or i guess he dies i guess he eats the flies that's right he, he yeah. does 
I yeah. just don't often get flies in here. Jake, so. do you need Joe to come over and train and relocate? I would Not come free. over with a cop. Yeah. If you want to kill him, no. Jana may also kill you. <laughs> that is the truth. But we can relocate I, him for you. I do like to give them the chance, and then if I can't muster up the strength, then... Cup yeah. and paper. But I let I give them a couple of days to hide. 